Hello everyone, this is your president, Donald J. Trump. I just uh, wanted to let you know that I'm playing with a presidential alert and I figured it would be a lot of fun to do this just to make you aware that I'm out here and I'm doing some things on behalf of the American people. So when you're ready, I'm going to press this big red button that I have in my office. Okay, all right, everyone? I think it's a good idea. Now, the fake news has been talking about it all the time, but, you know, I'm just going to do it, and we're going to have lots of fun because it's a big, beautiful red button. All right, everybody ready? One, two, three... How did you like that? All right, lots to do. Gotta go. Hope you enjoy the small-scale life. It's unfortunate that the frost is coming, but winter is coming. All right, everybody, God bless America. This is Donald J. Trump. We'll see you later. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. the small scale life podcast i am your awesome host tom hey thanks for tuning in everybody today i have some very very sad news yes i do everybody remove your caps put your hand over your heart it is time to say goodbye yes the first frost has come to minnesota and it's time for the end of my 2018 garden season Everybody, press F. (laughs) All right, everybody, fall is here. October is here. It is now October 3rd. Where did the time go? Where did September go? I don't even know where that went. And while I do love this time of year, I really do. It is my favorite time of the year. And get ready. You're going to see a ton of pictures this year of fall trees and fall color and fall leaves and all things fall. It is time to say goodbye to my plants in the garden, That those old, tired garden beds. Yes, we have reached the end of the line for those. And it seems like, like summer hit early here in Minnesota this year. By Memorial Day, we had 100-degree temperatures. So it hit early, and it almost seems that winter is bearing down in Minnesota and Wisconsin early as well. Crazy enough, we had our first frost early, and some areas of Minnesota already got snow, right? Snow in September. Say it ain't so, but it is true, and we're going to talk about that a little bit. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about how the first frost was the end of my 2018 garden season, what that means, what we're going to be doing here for the rest of the fall and uh, before old man winter hits when hits with a vengeance, because I think it will this year. So in case you're new to small scale life, we are all about simple living, right? Ditching that stress, living intentionally, living simply, trying to cut off all those things that just keep dragging you down into the pit of despair. So that's what we're all about here. Just trying to live simply don't need a prairie palace. We don't need all that junk. We're living simply. 
So simple living. We're about gardening. I do a lot of gardening. I love to talk about it, preserving the harvest, all those things. And uh, we're going to get back into a little bit of healthy lifestyle stuff. You bet. We've got some things coming up here that are going to be a lot of fun to talk about. So we're going to talk about that. And of course, homesteading, it's all about running a simple life and having adventures along the way. We love having some adventures, going on trips, going to see things, going to see things and people and do some business. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So that's what we're all about here at Small Scale Life. We appreciate that you're here. We know we have a lot of new listeners. Thank you for tuning in. There's a ton of options out there, and we are thrilled you're here and spending time with us. So thank you so much. We do appreciate it. Uh, in case you'd like to support Small Scale Life, we've got a lot of ways you can do that. Um, but I'm going to keep it really simple today. The way you support us, how about going to your favorite uh, podcast app and giving us a review, giving us some stars, giving us a like, writing some words of encouragement. That would be awesome. I would really appreciate that. You know, it just lets us know you're out there and you love it. If you want to give us some feedback, feel free. Send us a note at the Contact Us page as a comment to this post. Also, feel free to send me an email at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. That'd be great. Just share it with a couple people. That'd be a lot of fun. Get them thinking about gardening. Maybe get them excited about what we're trying to do here. So um, do that. I would really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, if you do want to send us money, we're always, we're not opposed to that. I've got a couple ways to do that. You can do that over at kit.com slash smallscalelife. There's a few things we like over there. Feel free to purchase those and use our Amazon affiliate. So thank you very much. And let's get in to this small scale life podcast. Well, as I mentioned, fall is my favorite time of year. You know, you got the days and nights getting cooler. It's not all that humidity and heat. Uh, leaves are changing all around us, and it's so cool to see the the change over time. I'm very thankful with my job. I get out in the field quite a bit. I get to see this stuff up close and personal. The world just seems to get very quiet at night. I don't know if it's the birds starting to migrate or what, but if you're up north or you're out in the rural countryside and you just stop and listen, things are getting very quiet at night. It's almost like the world is, the earth is taking a deep breath before that, before the frost and the cold and the snow hits. So it's great. Get out there and enjoy it, you know. At the same time, our gardens are changing rapidly too. You know, the cooler nights, the shorter days, it does affect our plants. The shorter days mean less time for our plants to grow fruit. You know, you're not seeing as many tomatoes getting uh, being put out on the on the vines. Uh, not as many cucumbers, not as many, um, you know, not as many peppers. These things take time to grow. They take some heat. They take some warmer temperatures, cooler weather, especially at night. It really uh, impacts our plants. Uh, and while the cooler days are great for plants like spinach or greens, salad greens, lettuces and bok choy and, and chard and all those things, it's not too great for tomatoes and peppers. Like I said, you're just not going to see a lot of new fruit being developed at this point of the year. You're kind of going with what you got. And, um, you know, I've got some greens that I can plant. We'll talk about that later. But uh, really, I'm a, I'm about done with tomatoes and, and peppers at this point in these garden beds. So like it or not, the first day of fall and the first day of October really marks the beginning of the end of the gardening season here in Minnesota and Wisconsin. We are on borrowed time. Frost, snow, and that long march through winter is coming rapidly. They're, they are coming rapidly. Um, 
we are expecting frost in the in the coming weeks. We got it earlier this year, and we as gardeners are really trying to squeeze out as many days as we can this time of year so we can get more tomatoes and peppers and squash and all those good things. And we're hoping that things just get a little bit bigger before we 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 pick them so that's really what we're hoping but this year uh, we got hit with a dose of reality early and what do i mean by that so this year i was going along last week i was going along and i all of a sudden saw the um the advisories coming out some friends on facebook were sharing these and uh it really caught my attention because what advisories? The frost advisories. That's the biggest event that looms large for gardeners who live in the North Country is the first frost. That one single event can be the grim, grim reaper for all of our gardens. It just can. And it's um, it's not only affects the plants, but it affects the fruits that are growing on the plants. It affects the vegetables. If you've ever witnessed it, it's devastating. And I've lost peppers. I've lost cucumbers. I've lost tomatoes all to the first frost. And you can see the results. I've got a post about protecting, extending your season by covering up your plants for the frost on small scale life. Check that out. You can actually see some damage from my old small scale gardening uh, book and you can see some of the damage that that the frost can do. So when we have our first frost, the plants are dead. They just they die. The veggies literally turn to mush. Think about it. All of our veggies, all of our plants are made of water, right? Water is the key. And if that water freezes, it just does terrible things to cell structure uh, of the plants and of the produce. Think about it. If you put something in the freezer, right? If you put some lettuce in the freezer, that stuff turns to, it crystallizes and turns to mush when you when you take it out and warm it up again. It just, it's not good. And it just wipes everything out. And you might be wondering, well, how how do I know when first frost is going to happen? Well, we have some sites out there. There are some sites out there. There's resources out there for you to go to that you can check when your first frost in the fall is and when your first, when your last frost is in the spring. I've got three resources that I've given links to. Uh, keep in mind the one to DNR, the DNR, that's to Minnesota DNR. So if you're living in Ohio, it's not going to work for you. Or Texas, not going to work for you down there because this is Minnesota only. So, uh, But your DNR should have it. But we have the Old Farmer's Almanac. That is a good one. Plants, uh, Plant Maps website is a good one at plantmaps.com. And then the Minnesota DNR has a pretty good site as well. So those are three that I use to kind of see when our, when our first frost is, when our last frost is. And that really sets the plan. Remember, we talked about gardening plan, garden, developing a garden plan earlier this year. This helps set the pace and helps set the tone for when things need to go in the ground and when things need to get pulled out. Um, it's really good information to know as you start planting your garden in the spring and, and even as you're gearing up for the fall. Um, so check those out. If you don't know when your your first frost and last frost are, check those out. And again, it's probability based, but whoosh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And uh, of course, we can always have outliers like we had here in Minnesota. So you can you can extend your season. And avoid the Grim Reaper, the first frost, by using row covers, right? You can use tunnels like Michael Bell's doing. we got to talk to Michael Bell. Or, or you can use uh, the low-cost method is put on sheets. Put sheets, bed sheets or blankets, or you can use tarps too. You really don't want to, but if you're in a pinch, you got to use what you got. 
put those over your plants and cover your plants so that frost doesn't doesn't hammer them. Uh, I discussed covering your plants in a blog post a while back and some videos a while back. You can check out that on Small Scale Life. I have a link right there in the show notes. You can click that link and go go watch some videos. Go watch uh, some things uh, that I put together as I was going through it. And again, like I said, I've got videos on the Small Scale Life YouTube channel. I've got a video on the Small Scale Gardening YouTube channel. Yeah, that still exists. So you can check those out as well. And that's all linked up in that blog post from a while back. So the other thing that happened as I was looking at that first frost advisory, another advisory popped up, and that is the first snowfall. (laughs) Yeah, first snow in September, right? We do live in the frozen tundra. So I was shocked. I was like, really? Really? We're going to do this in September? We're really going to have our first snowfall? Get the F out of here, right? So let me say that again. We were bracing for our first snow in Minnesota in September. And granted, it was for the northern uh, northern counties uh, up near International Falls, up uh kind of um, probably down to the Brainerd area, maybe a little north of that, Wadena. You know, I saw that. I had to share it with my Minnesota, Wisconsin regenerative agriculture group just to get the word out. I wanted these folks to know that snow, one, frost was coming, but then snow, snow is coming too. Winter is coming, right? And get covers on their gardens. As Saturday rolled around, I was not here in the Twin Cities. I was elsewhere, but I did see some videos and pictures coming up from friends, some comments coming up from friends up in Baxter, Minnesota, who are taking video of the big, fluffy snowflakes coming down and plopping into the ground. And and they were just, they were shocked. I was shocked. I was showing Julie and everybody else. Um, so Baxter is up there. It's, uh, it's the northern towns, the northern counties that were getting some snow. So that is just not cool. It is not even October and we're getting snow. What is this, right? Global climate change. Change, I guess. But anyway, not real happy about it. Winter is coming. But it also was a signal to me that, hey, the party's over. I mean, it's done. Um, it's time to pull everything and let's get going. So let's talk about my garden here. And, um, you know, while we didn't get any snow here in the Twin Cities, I expected the first frost to do its worst uh, to my little garden here in North Minneapolis. I, I just I wasn't feeling real good. Some things happened. I wasn't able to cover my plants. So I, I just kind of threw up my hands and said, that's it. It's over. Time to turn out the lights and, and pull everything down. So I decided to call it a season. It was just there was just no way to the frost was going to come and it was going to get down into 32 or something, 32 degrees. It was just going to be bad. And um, what helped my decision along is I was doing some work here at my desk. And right now with the basement project, my desk is overlooking the garden. So I can see all my garden. It's been pretty cool, actually. I kind of like this little spot. I can see everything and see what's going on. I can see the birds, you know, flying down and, and using the trellis and hitting the feeder. And I can just kind of see my tomato plants. Hi, tomato plants. How are you doing? But the funny thing is the other day I saw one of the tomato plants kind of waving unnaturally. It was kind of shaking almost. And I don't know, I didn't know what that was. (laughs) So I went outside, and Karma the Wonder Dog was outside. I should have known. I thought maybe she was picking a couple cherry tomatoes off the plant, because she does love to eat cherry tomatoes. I figured that that's what she was doing. But no, I had done two mistakes. One, 
I had left her out there unattended for a while. And two, I had left the gate open to the Supermax. So she had gotten into Supermax. And then she hopped over the, the chicken wire fencing and wandered through the gardens. Both of them. Garden bed one and garden bed two. And because she's not a skinny petite dog, just like I'm not a skinny petite guy, you know, she's a 60 pound dog, but I have baling twine. I use baling twine to trellis up my tomatoes and my peppers. And because I have this wall of tomatoes and wall of peppers and wall of baling twine, she got tangled up in a couple spots and actually pulled out a few pepper plants and snapped a few of the, of the tomato plants. So in bed two, which is my better bed, she snapped a couple of, um, couple of the suckers that were were loaded with pep uh, with tomatoes she snapped those so those plants uh those arms those 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 suckers are dead so they're snapped and then in garden bed one she pulled up some peppers so womp womp yeah that happened <laughs> and that's what happens when you leave a 60 pound animal to her own devices and she gets bored and decides to hop the fence and do a walkabout walkabout in the garden yeah so that's that's how that happens. So after after surveying the damage, I just said we're done. That's it. It's over. Turn out the lights. And I grabbed some bowls and picked peppers, all the all the pepper, bell pepper varieties that were growing. I know I know I have some yellow and some orange and some red, but I just with the first frost coming and everything else, I just said, nah, we're just not going to wait for them to turn colors. I'm going to pull them. I had banana peppers in there and I had some jalapenos. I, had, I think I had some pepperoncinis as well, but I pulled every all the peppers out. Tomatoes, all four varieties. I harvested what I could. That was starting to ripen up. Even if I had a hint of color, I, I picked it. And the kohlrabi, I had some pretty big kohlrabi in there that needed to be harvested anyway. So I pulled all that out. I did the gutter garden as well. Uh, I l- did leave a few cherry tomatoes on the vine. A couple, a pack of Roma and Roma, and the um, San Marzano pe- tomatoes are on the vine. There's a few left, and I left the smallish onions in the in the the gutter garden. I just decided we'll just leave that to be. And uh, I bought brought in all the uh, all the harvest, and I also uh, and I have a picture there on smallscalelife.com. You can see how much I pulled two big bowls of that. Uh, I also brought the seedling tray of the greens into the house, too. I figured, well, might as well grow greens. If we're not going to do anything else, we'll grow greens for the rest of the season before it freezes up and is done. And uh, I, I guess I, I really thought I would figure it out later. And, and that's what I've decided to do is we'll try to grow some greens here before the end. But um, I didn't expect anything to survive the first frost. That's just... I just didn't expect it. I, I didn't expect anything to to be left. We went. We went. We had things to do this weekend, and, and I, we left. And when I got home on Sunday and looked around the garden, I really was surprised to see the plants uh, that hadn't been stopped by Karma the Wonder Dog looked healthy. They looked good, actually. And the re- remaining tomatoes look good, too. So... I, Fortunately, our neighbor loves to talk to us. She came over and we talked for a bit and she said that it got really cold on Friday, but we didn't get our first frost here in the Twin Cities. And if you know anything about cold temperatures and and urban areas, the urban area actually does keep things warmer all the pavement the houses everything else so it does keep things warmer it's that heat island uh 
uh, heat island effect. So I guess I can I can chalk up a win for the heat island. So things are growing back there, uh, believe it or not, and uh, we're just gonna roll with it at this point, right? But but the bulk of the the, the matter of the fact is that my my 2018 garden season is pretty much over. It's um, you know, it's it's pretty much done. There was no um, no big ceremony, no big fanfare. It's just kind of das kaput, right? And, you know, Ernest Hemingway talked about bankruptcy and the sun also rises. And he's really correct when he says, when they asked him, how did bankruptcy happen? And he said, slowly and then suddenly. And that's kind of how this ended. It was kind of a slow grow all season long. And then, poosh, we're done. <laughs> but... You know, it, one door closes, another door opens. We're going to be totally rebuilding everything next year. And that gets me pretty excited, right? And I'm going to talk more about that as we move forward. So what's next? So i got to clear everything out. I, I guess I'm going to nurse the tomatoes along until, until the last one is done or until the fr- real frost hits. I'm going to add leaf mulch back in over the beds. I'm not going to deconstruct anything yet. Why create a big mess and then have it sit under the snow for the season? So I'm just going to leave everything as is. Um, add leaf mulch to it because might as well make as much mulch as I can for next year. And I just find that leaf mulch um, just adds so much to the soil. And yes, I did have some problems earlier this year where I had really thick layers of it. But it I, it does add to the soil to to that diversity in the soil so what i typically do is as the leaves drop i use the lawnmower i'm i cut them all up into leaf bits try to cut them up as much as possible and then just add that that right onto the soil and uh, over time over the winter as spring hits it start it really does start to break down and um you know the mowing the cutting them up into smaller bits really does help with that process so we're going to do the same thing this year and gear up because i'm going to need some soil for these garden beds new garden beds so i'm going to need some soil i'm going to need some good compost for it and um you know, the next thing we're going to do is start breaking everything down, start to winterize the garden. I talked about this last year, the seven steps to winterizing the garden. I had a couple extra ones in there, too, some bonus ones. Uh, but the link to that article is on Small Scale Life, and uh, I did have a podcast about that as well. So I'm going to follow that and then put all the garden tools away, sterilize everything, um, all the equipment away, empty the... There you go. That was the presidential test. <laughs> go figure. I'm giving you a presidential test to make sure you know that I'm the president of the United States. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, everything is going to get put away. Uh, just no need for equipment really at this stage of the season. I do have a little bit that I'm going to need equipment for, like the shovel, but otherwise we're pretty much done here. Um, so for other fall projects, I do have some additional ones besides the seven. One is to take down the Supermax fencing. Uh, that I'm going to repurpose that. It's going to go from around the garden area because really there's nothing. I'm not protecting anything anymore, right? The gutter gardens will be out of karma's reach. And anything left in the garden, we're just, it's on borrowed time. So I'm going to take down the green fence and the, and the posts, and I'm going to move it to bare areas of the yard. And I, I should put a picture up there on smallscalelife.com on this article showing the bare areas around that fence line where I was trying to grow comfrey that got destroyed. So I'm going to try to fill in some grass there, fence that off so Karma can't lay in that dirt. She loves to lay in that dirt, so we're going to 
fence that off. I've got some other bare areas that I'm going to fence off as well and try to get that grass growing. Um, the other thing I'm going to do is plant the, the comfrey uh, from Nature's Image Farms in the garden area. So while I'm going to be taking down that green fence, I am going to plant some comfrey. I've got some three or four plants that are growing really well in the in the uh, container. You can see a picture of it there on smallscalelife.com, and uh, you can check that out. So pretty much done with the gardening. I mean, yes, I do have some of the greens, and we'll uh, we'll put some in, see how they do. If I can get a salad or two out of it, great. If not, well, it was just seed anyway. So we're going to try to get a few things done before the snow flies here in Minnesota. Uh, I, I am planning on writing a 2018 Gardening Lessons Learned article and record a podcast on that. There are some things I learned. Um, you know, it's just been an interesting year. <laughs> and then I want to talk about my plans for the new 2019 garden. Uh, we're going to be doing a whole series on that. Uh, some things that I, I thought about design that I want to move forward with. Uh, I think that I've got some ideas that'll make some incredibly productive raised garden breads, garden beds that look great, that won't break the bank, that will be straightforward to construct. I mean, I want to put something in place that you can build wherever you are, whether you're an apartment building, whether you're renting, you can move it, um, or you're, you've got your homestead and you want to, uh, or an urban lot, or you've got your homestead and you want to have productive beds that where you don't have to bend down to weed them. You don't have to, um, waste all your time watering you can implement some pest control i mean these are things that are important to you because that's what what a bunch of our lifers said in our small scale life facebook group that they these are the issues that were important to them so these garden beds should help with a lot of that now there are some pests that we're just going to have to deal with deer can fly right 60 pound dogs they can fly a little shorter <laughs> but uh, but if we do things right we can eliminate some pests that that are plaguing my garden right now that I didn't talk about this year the slugs are number one you know they just ugh, the slugs they bother me but I want I want something that looks great and won't break your bank and will be fairly straightforward to construct with materials you can find anywhere here in the US and we'll talk about that we'll we'll, we'll talk about more about that later. So how about you? How is your garden doing? How's it holding up? Are you about the end too? Do you have frost in your forecast? Um, so how are you going to protect your garden against the frost? Are you just, or is it all done? I'd like, I'd like to know. I'd love to hear your feedback. How's it going in your yard? Tell me. Or your, your farm, you know, your urban farm. I know, I know folks down in Texas are rolling ahead. They finally got a break in the weather and, and folks like Michael Bell are pushing hard to get that fall crop in. So I would love to hear how you're doing. How you doing in Ohio? How you doing in Colorado? Uh, Colorado got hammered this year with the hail and the, it's like the seven plagues, right? All the hail and the, and the uh, storms that they had there, the flooding. But how you doing with your garden? I would love to know. Feel free to leave a comment, leave your, uh, put in some advice, leave your stories, drop your questions in, um, send me feedback at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com or hit the contact us page at smallscalelife.com. I would love to hear from your experience. I'd love to hear how you're doing. So yeah, um, you know, we're reaching uh, a good point here in the fall. Our basement project is wrapping up. 
going to get more into the swing of uh, of late fall stuff. Julie and I, we've been talking a lot. We've got some good thing, ideas for moving forward with small scale life. Some, you know, as we're hitting our third birthday here, and we've got a hundred. This is a hundred and thirteenth episode of the podcast. You know, we're going to be injecting some things, doing some things, changing things, some things around. You know, and making it. I hope a. a more fun ride for you too. I've got a ton of content that I really want to put up there. It's not all going to be gardening. I know, I know. I love gardening too. I, I really do. But there's going to be some other things we're going to add into the mix. And, um, you know, it should be fun. Give us that feedback. If you like certain things, we're going to change the format a little bit, change the layout a little bit. If you like it, let us know. I mean, if we're going to try to spiff this up and, and really make it shine. So let us know what you think. But uh, in the meantime, if you have some comments, if you have some feedback, let us know. Get us, you know, give us some information. Give us some feedback. And also, share it with your friends and your family. That would be a lot of fun, too. So we do appreciate you listening to Small Scale Life. Remember, cover up your plants if the frost is coming. You can you can still squeeze out a few more days. My season is done, but that, that, that doesn't mean yours is. So see what you can do. Maybe you can get some more tomatoes out of that for more sauce or more tomato sauce right maybe you can get this uh maybe you can squeeze out just a little bit more here as as october cranks up and we get into uh colder weather so uh let me know how you're doing i would love to know but this is tom from small scale life we appreciate your time we appreciate you listening remember to learn do and grow right share this with some friends and uh we'll catch you next time okay take care everybody Quite right. Uh, uh, hey, Mattis, how do I turn this off? I don't know how to turn this off. Hello, hello, hello. This is that. This is your president. I need to turn this off. I don't know how to turn this off. Uh, this is annoying. Ooh, it's giving me a big headache. I wonder what this other big button is for. Hmm. Maybe I should press it. Hello, hello, Mattis, how do I turn this off?